Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. And today, it is just you and me, Kim France. We're going to catch up. We just saw each other. I don't know what the hell we have to talk about, but we're going to figure it out today. (laughs) We did. It was so exciting to see each other. It was so exciting to see each other, and we did go on a double date. And um, I haven't been on a double date in at least 14 months, perhaps longer. (laughs) And... Because of my age um, and, and the ways that perimenopause is incapacitating my brain, I made several mistakes on our date, which I'm, <laughs> which I'm still paying for. The first one was I made a number of reservations all for the wrong <laughs> night. <laughs> which, and then scrambled for us because now I'm meeting I'm meeting your new boyfriend for the first time I haven't seen you in like in person in like two years I'm just to have the babysitter you know I'm trying to coordinate all this stuff and I'm like oh fuck we don't have reservation so I know we can go to this amazing Thai restaurant that's like one of the best in LA but I don't know about you not great for me super spicy Thai food in my like weird body that I'm in right now Mm mm-hmm I'm still suffering. We had dinner on Saturday and it's Tuesday and I am, my body's just like, okay, I'm just going to hot flash all the time. Thanks for the fucking spicy food. I don't know about you. You know what? We were both like, afterward, we were both like, that was kind of (laughs) spicy. And I think we didn't want to appear uncool and you guys seemed to want spicy food. So we went along with it, but it it did not, it did not um, land particularly well for either of us either. Yeah, it was a nightmare. I this is it. Another thing I'm too old for. Really spicy food. It's over. <laughs> like, I've I've noticed that. I've had that. I, I used to be able to eat very spicy food and now I really can't. I just can't. 
I know it's like another one on the list. It's just another one. And then, you know, also I had a little wine, which I don't really drink wine very often. Wine, I feel like is a very triggering event for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I think you behaved perfectly beautifully and we had a nice time. We were like, do you think they liked us? Do you think they'd, <laughs> you think they'd want to be our couple friend? <laughs> we were like, we were like, were we weird? Are we weird? <laughs> walked around for a while we needed to decompress because being social for us is so weird anyway so we were just like do you think they think we're weird do you think they thought we were cool um anyway <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time yes we had a good time and I'm glad that it brought out the same brand of insecurity in both couples yes 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 there's something kind of poetic about that but it was super it was super fun to see you it was super fun to be in LA um just to be out of New York and in a new environment for a while um not like it's you know I mean things are not totally open again in Los Angeles but it felt that way I mean it felt more open did it did it feel more open than than New York um, in some ways, yes, because there's more space to, you know, people have houses where they hang out in their backyards and, you know, there, it, it just, there's more outdoor space in LA, I think. Right. Which right. somehow makes it feel a little less oppressive. Yeah. You know, it is, I still feel really weird. I still feel very in the middle of two times and it's, you know, and maybe it's because I don't really know how, what life is gonna, like when is this really over? Is it ever over? Does life ever really return? I mean, even when we were out together, we were like, are we masked? Are we not masked? Do we do we mask until we get to the bar? And then right. we can take, the, can we talk to the bartender without a mask? Oh, we can take a mask off once we have our drinks. Like the whole thing was just, it's so, awkward well because everybody's inventing the rules as they can like listening to what the guidelines are and then inventing the rules they feel comfortable with and so everybody isn't on the same page with this at all no it's it's true and i don't i don't have any like i'm still wearing a mask fairly frequently mostly because my child is wearing a mask and i don't want to be like hey look at me mask free you just have to be with that <laughs> dumb mask all the time right but also, like, I don't, I'm not totally wanting to give up the mask, weirdly. Like, I'm like, this actually, in some ways, is, is nice. Like, you know, hiding a lot of things. Well, you know, I read an article, or more accurately read the headline in the first paragraph of an article <laughs> about um, how some women will want to continue wearing masks because they like that um they're not being othered they're not being like you know objectified. objectified um yeah no and it's it really takes away that whole like hey hey sweetie give me a smile it's like fuck you you can't see my mouth you know yeah. <laughs> like, no i know and it's you know and it was it was liberating in some ways to not um just go out and just be like you can't see my face and so i don't care what it looks like you know yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm one of those people that puts on lipstick whenever she leaves the house and continued to put on lipstick whenever she left the house, even during the worst of COVID. Like, I don't know why. Um, so I like that, like, I can wear lipstick again and it can be perceived. 
but I do kind of get what's cool about just not being noticed. Yeah, no, it is, it is definitely nice that, that, that sense of being invisible is actually, sometimes it's, it's really nice. I mean, I've had, I've been talking to women lately who are like, you know, I miss being, you know, especially as we're getting into this age, I miss being catcalled. I'm, I didn't think I'd miss it. I hated it when it happened. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't miss it. I don't want it. I don't really want attention um, from other people. But speaking of lipstick, I'm having a struggle with lipstick. I feel like lipstick is not going on the way it used to go on. I'm just, I feel like it's not adhering to my lips in the same way. Is that, is this the thing that happens? Is this possible? I think it's possible. I, I, I don't, I, I see no reason why it wouldn't be possible. Like that that would be yet another indignity of aging is that our lips got so dry that they couldn't like actually have lipstick adhere to them. But I'm not sure it's probable, Romolini. Well, none of my lipsticks are working. So I've been using um, lip pencil with lip gloss on top or I've also, the other thing I've been doing is using lip pencil and then putting lip gloss on top. And so that's been, that's been like my hack, my workaround. And then also if you use lip pencil, you can kind of plump up your lips a little bit because you can draw outside of the line and give yourself a slightly bigger, like Kylie Jenner lip, which I know is disgusting and I'm sorry to participate in that. But (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I learned this week? What? Um, you know when you use that lip plumper stuff and it kind of stings your lips? Mm-hmm. Do you know that the, the stuff they put in to sting your lips is totally unnecessary and does nothing but make you think that it's working? That makes sense to me. I mean, what, what is it? What are they? I mean, what, what could you put in something except to make your lips swell? You'd have to make them like react in like almost like an allergic way, right? Yes, yes, yes. And that yes. doesn't seem like that would get through like the FDA or whatever, um, <laughs> or whatever, whatever lipstick is, is judged through whatever organization that is tested in <laughs> big lipstick, big. Yeah, exactly. Big lipstick. Um, I didn't know that, but I'll tell you the other day when that, on that, that camping trip, I got a little bit of a sunburn totally by accident. I was just in the, I had sunblock on, but I, I was out two for too many hours so i got a little bit of a sunburn and my face plumped up and i was like wow i look great (laughs) because my face was swollen right it's it's a whole thing um but no speaking of i just i have a couple of recommendations for things i've been using that i've really been liking um i've been liking this ilia i-l-i-a um super serum skin tint it's got uh spf 40 and it's a really mm-hmm. nice, like very lightweight foundation. I usually don't try new products, but every once in a while I'm like, oh, why not? Um, yeah. So I've been using that and it's been nice because it both, it both has like, you know, it's almost like a foundation, but it's really sheer and it is a sunblock and it's, it's good. It's like very creamy, which, you know, there's nothing worse than looking like matte and cracky in, um, in foundation. I'm using a foundation now that is, it's from Glossier, and I think it's a little too light for me. Like, it's so light, and usually I like that, but I think I need a little bit more, a little bit more coverage. So maybe I'll try that. 
You should. And the thing is, I, I want to be tan, I realized, which is an impossibility at, at this age and in the sort of health of the ozone. Um, but I, but after getting that little bit of a sunburn, I was like, oh, I miss being, I mean, I miss being tan. Like I miss like having like a glow on my body. So I'm now like in the market. Although self-tanner just is so gross. I feel like it just leaves streaks everywhere. Like it's just disgusting. You've got to be really, you've got to be a very disciplined applier. Remember Jean Godfrey June, when we worked with Jean Godfrey June, she wore self-tanner every day. I know, and I don't understand how she didn't have tan palms. I really don't, like, what did she do? I always, I put it on and then I'm like, oh, fuck, and there's a streak somewhere, and like my hands turn brown. It's well, just... You gotta you got to yeah. wash your hands as soon as you do it. You have to wash it off your hands. That's no, rule number one. All right. Continue. Any other rules? <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, I, I prefer a tan towel. I prefer that to lotion. I use Dr. Gross. Is that right? Dr. Gross's know. tan towels. Um, but I think that tan towels, the brand, also is pretty cheap and good. Um but I, I'm the same way. I mean, I'm always streaking myself when I'm trying to. Wait, is it? Wait, does it? Does it? Wait. Okay. So it's like a wipe. So you pull it out. You pull it out of the container, and then you just wipe it on your legs. <laughs> yes, it's me. a wipe. Okay, and you wipe it on your legs. How do you create an even an even tone? I just wipe, 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 wipe. I just like wipe a thousand times until there's no way it's not even. Okay, and if you do your arms, do you do your hands? And how far up the fingers do you go? These are things that I need to understand. That I, I'm a real, I'm middle-aged woman. I don't understand how to do these basic beauty things. You will get a terrible dark tan on your hands if you don't wash your hands off. What about so? But what about the top of the hands? Do you? I mean, because you can't just have like the tan go to like your watch line. Well, I think that I know. I think that some people who are very skilled at it are able to make a tan on the back of their hands and no tan on the front of their hands. Okay. Knees. Knees. <laughs> Knees are tricky. Knees are tricky. They get a little bit more. Um, I mean, I don't know when I became the expert on this. I guess since <laughs> you started asking me. But I mean, it makes sense like that, that it would be darker there because the skin, you know gathers there yeah and ankles i have anytime i've used anytime i've used self-tanner i have these weird splotchy like art project ankles and like then i wind up having to wear socks because i can't or like try to like find a shoe with a strap that'll just like cover that one area you know like a sandal with a strap um well there yeah. is also the possibility of going to a self-tanner place and getting, like, a spray tan. I've, I've heard of this, and I've almost done this. You know, back in the day, I used to go into tanning beds. Oh, oh my God. Oh I my can't God. believe it. But I did when I was, like, in my early 20s. I went to tanning beds, always in, like, the shadiest places. But anyway, um, I've thought about it, and then I thought, is it worth? being a different color to stand in front of someone nude and have them paint my body. <laughs> I have done it. I've done it. Okay. And I would say that it's, it's worth it. It's okay. worth it. 
But what you have to be really careful not to do what I did and double dip. Because mm. it feels so good to be tan that surely it would feel double good to be double tan. <laughs> Only it's not. It's really pathetic. And you look really crazy if you double dip. Yeah, I, I'm feeling very like 2004 Girls Gone Wild vibes, I feel like is a very yep. like extra, extra tan, which also let's just say Girls Gone Wild was disgusting and I can't believe it ever existed. Um, so how about bathing suits? How are you feeling about, how are you feeling? Ugh. We're we're entering. <laughs> ugh, ugh. You know, women hate buying bathing suits more than any other thing. That That is just a known fact. And... I will not buy a bathing suit unless I order it online. Okay. I, I, I would never, ever, ever subject myself to trying on a swimsuit in a store. Right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, what, who wants to live through that? The lighting and you're in your underwear, but you're wearing the bathing suit over your underwear. It's just gross. Everything about it's it awful. is gross. Yeah. It's awful. And, 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 you know, I don't, I don't know from like what kind of bathing suit I should be wearing. I mean, there's a lot I want to camouflage. But you don't, you know, and I kind of think bathing suits like Norma Kamali makes some cute bathing suits that have little tiny skirts on them. And yeah, that is kind of appealing. But then before you know it, you're like, you know, you're you're shopping the Land's End catalog for like, before you know it, you're Amish. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, before that's you, about I, yeah. I am actually comfortable exposing only an Amish amount of my body to the world <laughs> these days. Well, I. I am um, actually, I think I'm going to go the opposite because I'm just like, fuck it. And um, I've been thinking just the smallest thing possible. Just saying, just the middle fingers up, just like string bikini. Here it is. Here it is. (laughs) I think that's very brave and I think you should totally do it. I also have seen how you look lately and you can pull it off. But... A string bikini, what people don't realize is actually a string bikini can be much more flattering than a bikini with more material. That's my whole, that's my whole feeling because I get these bathing suits, right? And thank you for saying that. I'm fine. But I also have a (laughs) lot of cellulite and a lot of veins. Like it doesn't matter if you're thin after a certain age because any fat on your body is just like, it's like hanging off in weird ways. And then I'm super veiny. I cannot keep up with the spider veins. I've had them removed twice and it's just like, it's just like a a map on my legs. Fine. Um, But the thing is, I've gotten bathing suits and they that have like a real bottom and even like, you know, the little shorts, but they cut in. So then you have flesh hanging on either side of them. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like with the string bikini, it's kind of like a custom sizing. You just like tie it at whatever, you know, wherever your skin allows it to be tied. Yeah. And also, I just don't, I don't give a shit. My biggest thing though is hair right now. Because I'm just like, like my, the, all of my body hair and face hair is just out of control. The other day I was like looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, what is that? And there was just a crop of like 10 hairs on my cheek, really oh. long. And I was like, this is the beginning, I mean, it was blonde, but I was like, this is the beginning of like a full beard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's probably, it was probably just a one-time thing. I don't think that that's how a full beard grows. I don't but, know. I took, I took it off. I expect it will come back. 
Well, it might come back. Yes, it's true. I have, I have like a hair that grows out of the middle of my forehead that only my hairdresser can ever find. Like a perfectly like transparent, like long forehead hair. Weird. That's, in- <laughs> That's an intense hair. And I can never, I look for it sometimes and I can't find it. And then I go to the hairdresser and she's like, boop, pops it right out. I am always doing this thing, which my sister called me out on. She was like, don't you think people know, people know that you're, you're searching for a chin hair because mm-hmm. I'm always rubbing my chin when I'm talking to people. And I am, I'm searching for a chin hair. And my sister was like, it's obvious. You can't, you can't just rub your chin like that when you're talking oh, to other people. <laughs> who among us has not done that? <laughs> really? I mean, who among us? It, 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 seriously, your sister has to chill out. That's I just can't, part of what it I is. I can't keep up though. I cannot keep up with these big, thick hairs that are coming out of my, it's so weird. Like I'll have, waxed and then and kept, thought I was keeping up with tweezing and I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like I have three really long black mustache hairs that are obvious you know and like again with the masks that was great I didn't have to worry I mean I guess who cares if I have like a Frida Kahlo mustache mm-hmm. but like I think I kind of do <laughs> yes I mean it's a great to be it's great to feel comfortable with that type of thing but altogether fine not to be yeah, I just, you know, maybe if it looked intentional, maybe mm-hmm. if it looked like a thing I was doing, but instead it just looks like I have not kept up with my, my face. It just looks like, it looks like I've lost the battle, you know, <laughs> and in a way yes. I have. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there are, but, but, but you haven't because you immediately like took, took um, action to remove those hairs from your face. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, do you think it's getting worse? Do you think facial hair is getting worse as you get older or not? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. More facial hair, more places on the face. Yes. Like as, as, as my hair on my head gets like thinner, the hair everywhere else gets thicker. And now let's take a quick break for some ads. Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin. And I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. 
But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. Sera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry leading sustainability standards. You know, I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess, is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Uh, okay, so you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. I don't know why this is all about vanity this episode. We could talk about smarter <laughs> things. But what I really want is I want thicker eyebrows. And I need to find out a solution for that that's not going to, like, make me blind. Yeah, I've um, I've tried. I, what have I tried? What is it called? I don't know. I've tried one of them. Latisse or something? There's something that well, I Latisse can't get. Well, Latisse is yeah. the... Yeah. Hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get it for you. Hmm. Please do. Gonna, yes, there is there is an eyebrow. Um, Revitalash and okay. Lash Food. And Lash Food. These are two brands that make eyebrow growth serums that I think are good. Have you tried them? I've tried Revitalash and it does seem to work. I'm never good. I'm, I'm always bad at doing something every day. Like trying to, I'm not very good at creating habits. Me neither. Me neither. This is actually a thing I really want to become good at. Like me too. I really want to be a consistent person. Like that is my dream in life. And I don't know what that would take. I mean, I guess it just takes, <laughs> it just takes doing something every day. It just but takes I, doing something every day, but it's, I'm really bad at it. I'm wicked bad at it. I think maybe that has something to do with like a rebellious streak, like issues with authority. Like, I don't know what it is because I almost feel like, oh, fuck you. I'm not going to do it every day, even though it only benefits me. It's a battle with myself. But like, I don't, there's something about it that uh, being really consistent and really organized makes me feel a little bit caged. Yep. Don't know why. I don't know why. It's not like I'm living this like freewheeling life, you know, like... I, I basically have the same routine every day, except it's not the routine that I want. The routine is waking up and looking at my phone for fucking an hour. Do you know <laughs> that I, well, I could not, I needed to understand more about Matthew Perry the other morning. Yeah, I was well, like, we, all need, we all need to understand a little bit more about Matthew Perry. He seems to be in not very good state. Yes. So I will tell you, I, can't, I, 
actually, I shouldn't even tell you this because it's so shameful. I just kept searching Matthew Perry. What was wrong with <laughs> Matthew Perry at the Friends reunion? Does Matthew Perry have children? Who's Matthew <laughs> Perry's girlfriend? Oh, it looks like they broke up. You know, how's his health? How, you know, oh, it was it really dental surgery that made him slur his words on the Friends reunion? Or is he back on drugs? I hope not. It was <laughs> so long. And I was just like, why am I, why am I doing this? What am I trying to escape from that I need to know everything about Matthew Perry? And then it got worse. I was like, wait, does David Schwimmer have kids? (laughs) (laughs) Who gives a shit? And then I was like, oh, then I had a moment. I was like, David Schwimmer's single. I wonder if I would ever go out with David Schwimmer. Like, as if I'm a 16-year-old. <laughs> that's, you know, that's okay, though. That happens. I dream once a year that Adam Yauch from the Beastie Boys is my boyfriend, and it's the best dream I have all year, and he's dead. Oh. Okay. That's the best. That <laughs> is that is the best. That is the best dream. Also, <laughs> I feel like he would have been the best boyfriend, and the, be- and the best Beastie Boy for sure. For sure. I saw I saw the Beastie Boys. Did I tell you this? Right before lockdown last year, I saw them. I was walking along the uh, L.A. River. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe riding my bike. It doesn't matter. And they were outside of this coffee shop at the L.A. River talking on their phones, smoking cigarettes. And they looked so old. It was such a Beastie Men moment. And yes. I was so... I was really shook. It was one of those things that I was like, oh, they're old now. I'm old now. We're all old now. And then they were also like, one of them was having a very petty conversation on his phone, like a really unappealing like mm-hmm. call with an agent or something and just being really petty and and not cool in any way. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really... It was really disturbing. It was really like a don't don't meet your heroes disturbing situation. Yeah, um, no, not meeting your heroes is a definite a definite to do. You know, that is definitely for sure, and only gets truer as people get worse. It would appear. Have you ever met anybody who lived up to the hype of what you thought they would be, a famous person? Um, no. No, no, I don't think I have. You know, I think about like people I idolized who I met, they certainly did not live up to it. Occasionally people would surpass my expectation of them, but it's usually because I did not have a very high expectation of them. Yes. Like, like Tori Amos. I don't love Tori Amos's music, but I think she is, a, I interviewed her twice and she's a really interesting and surprising person. So I would say that happens occasionally, but but having somebody I idolize be better than what I thought, no. That what about you? Um, well, same, same. Um, my because the lucky cover stars, I interviewed a lot of them, and they were not people that I held in very much regard, or didn't you know, just didn't really think about. Like I wasn't thinking about Hillary Duff when I was 32 years old (laughs) and Hilary Duff wound up becoming one of my favorite people. I interviewed her three times and I loved her so much. She was so gracious and warm and just generous with her time and everything. Like I wound up getting like Hilary Duff's perfume because I loved her so much. (laughs) 
Um, I met Michelle Obama once when I was at Yahoo. We interviewed Michelle Obama and Michelle Obama was amazing, like fantastic. Exactly what you want Michelle Obama to be like showed up and gave you a hug, you know, didn't have right. to do that, like warm and, and lovely. But for the most part, people have been disappointing. Oh, Parker Posey also was a person who was amazing. Was just like a, per- who just as cool as you think she's going to be and like mm-hmm. zany and wonderful. And, but for the most part, people are jerks. And we've talked about this before. It's because fame is disgusting. Um, fame, fame, there's just not a really good chance you're going to end up a decent person if you end up famous. No, no, it's just not. And also you're just, especially when you're meeting people who are going to interview you, you're, you're wary, right? You've been burned. I suspect that people before they've been burned are probably really open. Like when you're newly, when you're newly getting attention from media and, and for your work, I suspect that you have like, you're, you're more vulnerable, you're more excited. And then you get burned a couple of times and you just start to harden and you start to put on like a performance, right? You yeah. don't, you don't want to show up in an authentic way because you, that makes you feel unsafe is what I imagine. Yeah. No, um, I think that's probably true. Speaking of young, famous people, have you listened to Olivia Rodrigo's new album? I haven't. This was a topic of conversation when we were having dinner the other night. I still have not listened to Olivia Rodrigo, but I understand that all of the youth think she is like the next big thing. And you also. All of the youth and me. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, I'll tell you why. The... I'll tell you why, because I listen to it because I try to like, whenever something's like kind of, whenever something's like really hot, I like want to know what it is, even if I'm not going to engage with it or even if I don't like it very much, I just want to know what it is. And that's been the case for music for me that I, that I want to know what it is, but I don't really like it that much for probably Mm -hmm. the last like five, 10 years, to be honest, like you know, I can tolerate a Taylor Swift song, but I'm not like falling over myself to listen to Taylor Swift. No offense. She seems lovely, but, um, <clears throat> or maybe not. I don't give a shit, but <laughs> this was a thing where I listened to it. And the first song, I think it's called brutal was so like the music that I grew up listening to. It, it sounded like, you know, my husband, Alex was saying that it sounds like whole. I thought it sounded, um, a little bit like Bikini Kill. It's just like got that like girl punky vibe to it. And it made me excited to think about young people listening to things that I like. <laughs> That's basically it. It made yeah. me feel like, oh, maybe like popular culture is going to shift into my taste for a minute, you know? Wouldn't that be nice? Here's what auto-populates when you t- search on Olivia Rodrigo. Does Olivia Rodrigo like Joshua Bassett? Is Olivia Rodrigo in a relationship? How did Olivia Rodrigo get famous? Is Olivia Rodrigo Taylor Swift's daughter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that is that is incredible. But also, I don't even know who Josh, Joshua Bassett is. Do you? I don't. No um, idea. No, no idea. But that doesn't surprise me. I, I don't know from like the, the young musicians now. I mean, but is he could be anybody. He could be anybody. He could be somebody making N- NFTs, non-fungible tokens. 
They so met on the set of Night of High School Musical, the series. Oh, so he's so she was on High School Musical, the series, not a show I watch. And so was he? Is that That's what that's, I'm getting, yeah. That's that's what you're gleaning from your, your Google. Um, that's what I'm gleaning. I don't feel like if you took all the captions out of like a Us Weekly, like let's say this week's Us Weekly, if you took all of the words out, I don't know that I could identify. <laughs> I think that I could identify like maybe 5%. And I used to know everything. Like I used to, I used to be able to do that interview magazine test of like, you know, popular New Yorkers. I used to be able to do... You know, Us Weekly, I knew every minor celebrity, but now I just don't know anybody. I mean, I know I know that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are back together, which is another internet dive I've gone on. I've watched the Jenny from the Block video <laughs> like four times. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> is he in that video? Oh my God, he's so in that video. It's a whole video about their relationship and about them getting like chased by paparazzi and her being like, look, you think I'm so fancy and I have this boyfriend, but I'm really just Jenny from the block. (laughs) But like there's, there's a part of it, you know, Ben Affleck's this big movie star at the time. There's a part of it where they're on a boat and she's lying on her stomach in like a, a string bikini and, um, but a thong string bikini and he like smacks her ass and then kisses her ass. And it was kind of like a big moment, like, you know, Jennifer Lopez making Ben Affleck sort of bow to her and being like, yeah, he's just like, he's my toy. And mm-hmm. he's now, he, he's all in this video. Like he's helping her get something out of her eye. He's like, hot, like it's, it's, you know, he's hers in this video. Anyway, it's a very good video. I recommend everybody <laughs> going back and watching it. It's as good as I remembered. Um, and I have been very happy for them. I've been very happy for this reunion <laughs> For zero reason, except that for some reason I'm like, oh, this watching them back together is nostalgic for me and brings me a little bit of joy. Yep, you know what? I'm I, I'm not a fan of J Lo, as you know. I have discussed my my very negative experience interviewing her, and I'm you know I'm 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 an okay fan of Ben Affleck, but I am totally there for their reunion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why? Why are we there for the reunion? I have no idea. Does it make us feel young? Does it? I don't know. I think they're both very good celebrities. Yes. And yes. together, they together they make like a very good celebrity like gossip and 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 like buzz and everything. I think they just like they they both really bring it. Yeah, people who are good at being famous. It's true. It's true. Um, I had a friend when they were dating. Um, the first time and she worked at us weekly and she was the news reporter and her beat was Benifer. Sorry for saying that word (laughs) out loud. Um, so she had to spend like new year's Eve. She was in like, I forget which, I forget if it was Atlantic city or Las Vegas, but like new year's Eve, she was like hiding behind slot machines in some casino, (laughs) like spying on Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. She had to like go like wherever he was, she had to go to. Um, and so she was like in this bar in Massachusetts and like, she's wearing like a baseball cap because at this point Ben Affleck is, starts recognizing her. Mm-hmm. And at some point, Ben Affleck um, just gra- like goes up to her, puts his arm around her and says, um, 
can you just leave me and my friends alone for tonight? Like, I know who you are. Could you just give me, give me one break tonight? I'm just hanging out with my friends in this bar. And anyway, so they, so she just had this very weird relationship with him for a long time. Um, and, but my favorite Ben Affleck story actually comes from our friend Dan, which is when they were in college together, Ben, uh, Dan is much, is younger than Ben Affleck. And they were at some party and Dan had gotten really, really drunk in college. And Ben Affleck, and he was throwing up in the bathroom, and Ben Affleck basically came in and held his hair back. And oh, well, that's a, nice, that's a nice story. It's a nice story. I always think about that. I'm always like, anytime anyone is like talking shit about Ben Affleck, I'm like, you know, he helped my friend when he was puking once. <laughs> that reminds me of a Prince story that I recently heard. Tell me. And that is that um, Prince, you know, he, he used to always record at... Um, at like Paisley Park Studios or whatever in Minneapolis. And there was across from Paisley Park Studios, um, a playground and oh, there was a woman, a fan of his who every day would go to the playground and just sit on the swing set and wait for him to come out, which he never did until okay. one day, until one day okay. he came out and he's like, sits down next to her on the swing set and he's like, okay, what are we going to do about this? And they talked for a while, and then she never came back again. Oh wow! So she just needed the she just needed the attention. She just needed she needed him to um, acknowledge her existence. Yep, and then she was fine. That's crazy, and that's such a nicer way to handle it than calling the cops. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is I mean, what I've... I would have done. <laughs> You know, I mean, I've been because of because of my history interviewing rock stars. I've 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 actually ex I've, I've been exposed to several moments where if I was the rock star in question, I would be seriously terrified. You know, like like very strange fan moments. Yeah. That could so easily have gone wrong but didn't, but could yeah. have easily. I mean, totally. I would I would be terrified if I was a rock star. Yeah, no. I I would be terrified too. And also just, I mean, for your, for everything, for yourself, for your safety, for your kids. Like, I can't imagine feeling like I was hunted. I can't imagine what it would feel. Mm. But I, I guess you just, I mean, and then there are people who do it well. There are people who are good at being famous. You know, I was thinking about this with, um, with Jennifer Aniston, who's pretty good at being famous, you know, like, yeah. and, and and that must have been a nightmare for her, particularly in the way that she's famous, which is like husband leaves you for a hotter, younger woman. And then everybody paints you as like a sad figure for the rest of your life. And is like, mm -hmm. oh, she'll never find love. She doesn't have a kid. You know, like all of that. Remember yeah. when everyone was like, Jennifer Aniston pregnant again. <laughs> like, <it's> yes. Like, <laughs> It was like 45, like she's never been pregnant as far as we know. And she doesn't have any children at least. And it was like at least a hundred different covers where she was pregnant. Yeah. No, it's really true. So it's really yeah. true. It's like so, being an object of pity, I feel like is what it is. Yeah. But she handles it well. I mean, yeah. she, she really, she has a sense of humor about it and she handles it pretty well. But yeah, I would find it very tiresome. I would, well, there's that tennis player, right? Who, um, I'm forgetting her name, but the, the big tennis player who... Naomi Osaka, who just said she's not playing in the French Open. That's it. Because she, yeah. she said, I can't, I, I'm an anxious person and I can't handle doing the press. 
and they were gonna fine her for not not doing the interviews or they did fine her and she just she just quit and that makes yeah. sense to me like sometimes I think just putting yourself out there like that and and having to be on Mm-hmm. imagine the exhaustion of that on top of having on top of like the physical exhaustion of being being an athlete being a pro athlete and then the emotional exhaustion exhaustion of after that going right out and having to present yourself and present yourself well and know that every word you say is going to be picked apart mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's fair I don't think that we should be expecting that of of athletes like we don't know and especially uh, anything an athlete as young as her and i think think about how much nerve she's the same athlete who wore like say her names um say her name um masks and wore brianna taylor mask at i don't remember maybe wimbledon i don't remember but she's she's shown she has plenty of nerve so she doesn't want to talk to the press that should be okay totally Totally. What do we want from people? It's too much. It's too much. Our expectations are too much. Yeah, we want what we want them somehow to make us whole. And there's no way that will ever happen. No, you're right. You're right. Um, so in the last episode, which was a, our bonus episode on Patreon, we did. Um, we talked about doing a book club. Yeah. And I have some potential options or candidates for our book club, which I think listeners should help us decide. Yeah. Um, I am interested in reading Opal and Nev, mm-hmm. um, which is Don- Donnie Walton's new, I think it's called Opal and Nev. Yeah, it's Donnie Walton's new novel, and it's about, um, I don't really, I forget what it's about. I'll be honest, I totally forget what it's about. <laughs> I listened to an entire fresh air about it, and I totally forget what it's about. But Opal and Nev looked really interesting to me. Um, then there's Somebody's Daughter by Ashley Ford, which I really am also interested in. Um, and then there's, which is a memoir, Ashley Ford. I know what this is about because I, I, I'm, I know Ashley. But it's about Ashley Ford's memoir about growing up with an incarcerated dad. Um, and oh, Ashley's wow. just a really beautiful writer, and I think that could be good. And then... There is Daniel Henderson's book, um, Ugly Cry, memoir that came out. And Daniel Henderson is a, is a couple of times uh, Everything is Fine guest. So I think we should choose one of those for our first book club. But I'll, yep. I'll leave it to listeners to let us know which one, which one they're interested in the most, novels or memoirs. There's one novel and two memoirs. Um, but yes, we're starting a book club for those of you who are not on our Patreon. Um, we're starting a book club and we're choosing our first book and it's because Kim and I, well, I don't know about you for sure. I can't finish a book and I need something to hold me accountable. Yes. I feel the same way. I have had during COVID, I have read so little and what I'm reading is of such little consequence. (laughs) Yeah, me I need too. to read a real book. I'm reading like right now. I downloaded for the plane a memoir by Princess Margaret's Lady in Waiting. Like that's my speed right now. So I, I've got to up it a little. Yeah, I mean, well, that sounds like it could be interesting. I'm just, I'm reading. I'm just really scattered. My attention span is just really messed up right now. It's just off. And I'm just reading like 10 books at once, but none super successfully or none to completion, which would be the, you know, would, would be the success. Um, 
So I, I need to, um, I, I need to have something that's going to be like, okay, here's a deadline and you're going to read it by this time. And then, you know, we'll have the author on. So that's our plan. Listeners, our plan is to read the book all together and ask, ask all of you for questions and then bring the author on and have a conversation with the author. So please, um, DM us on our Instagram or email us at everything is fine. The podcast at Gmail. Go yeah. On. And if there's a book, if there's a book, a bunch of you want to read that we didn't mention, then that's possible too. Oh yeah. I'm not, I'm not stuck on any of these books, but these are three books that I'm like, Oh, I want to read all three of those books. Do you know what, what book I want to read? I can't remember the title of it. It's called the something one. Do you know about this? It's about two sisters. The hot one. No, no. Okay, well, we'll just delete this part. <laughs> no, please don't delete it. It's too funny. It's too funny. This is this goes back to the beginning of this conversation, which is me making reservations at three different restaurants all for the wrong night. I have no brain. <laughs> I have no brain. It's it's called the something one. It's about two sisters. They're both black, but they both can 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 pass and one of them chooses to live her life as a white person and one person one of them chooses to live her life as a black oh person. wait i read this last year i think i read this last year i read this last year i i think i know what you're talking about i know oh god i know what's what you're the talking word about. what's the word oh the what one i don't know it's making me crazy um uh i don't even know if it's the the one it's like a best best book of 20 best novels of 2020 i feel like i'm going to be able to find it um it's maybe britney no it's not britney dan it's not that um but in the best novels 2020 let me see if i can find it it's the vanishing half the vanishing half yes it's not the the one at all So I guess, so that's it for this week, right? Do you have anything else before we, before we depart? I have nothing else. I have nothing else. Well, everybody, happy summer. And thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, please rate and review it on the platforms, um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're getting your podcasts. Um, it really helps people find the show and it really helps us. Um, it, it just really helps us grow our audience. So we would appreciate that only if you like it, please. Um, and if you want to reach out to us with any suggestions, we are everything is fine. The podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on our Instagram EIF podcast. We're on Twitter and you can find Kim on her blog, girls of a certain age.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.